This episode sponsored by Skylight Frame. Get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframe.com, enter the code O-P-O-P-I-E. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E. Skylightframe.com, promo code O-P. Do it now. Let's go. Looks like we are live. Nice. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to my little live stream from the glass box studio 500 feet above new york city uh yeah man we're getting started waiting for people to join the room it's always weird to start a live stream because you could see the numbers like right now there's three people watching this because uh you know the notifications are going out and next thing you know it just explodes with people but we're not at that stage yet because now we're only at seven uh, what's going on, David Strauss? Welcome to uh, the live stream. What's up, Jennifer Ferris? Uh, Nero Wynn. Okay, now here we go. Now we're over 100 people. Check it out, the live stream. All right, now we can just babble. Uh, you got that Omnicron <laughs> Jesus. I made the mistake of saying that I'm nervous about the Omnicron uh, variant. First of all, it's not Omnicron. I think it's Ami. Wait, there's no N in there, right? It's Om. Oh my God, wait. It's Omicron, I think. Or is it Omicron? I don't know, but I'm uh, definitely nervous. I'm nervous about all the variants. Of course I am. Because I'm a smart guy with a big brain. And I said it a long time ago that this thing is far from over. So, of course, I'm uh, nervous when all these new variants come around. Uh, whatever. If you're not nervous, whatever. What am I going to debate you and make you believe what I believe? So my new thing is whatever. You don't believe in a woman's right to choose what she should do with her body. Whatever. You don't think there's uh, too many guns in America and that the school shootings are out of control? Whatever! I highly recommend that you um, adopt the whatever strategy because it's not worth your time. It's not worth my time. Biden is worse than Trump. Whatever! God, fighting this stuff is just ridiculous at this point. Because, you know, we live in a society. Uh, One half of the society wants the other half of the society to think exactly like how they think. And it's just never going to happen. So now I'm in the uh, whatever mode. Oh, and you'd see these politicians on the TV. Every time there's a shooting, they're, uh, they're giving good speeches. That Chris, uh, what's his name, Chris Murphy, up there in Connecticut, he gave a great speech on the floor of what, the Senate, gave a great speech, but it means nothing in the end, nothing, nothing will change, nothing, nothing will change, I guess he's trying to fight the good fight, so I give him, um, I give him credit for that, I guess. 
But we live in a society we're never going to get uh, half of the country to think exactly like the other half. My brothers and sisters, can I get an amen? Amen! Besides that, December sucks. We are entering uh, the three worst months of uh, the year. Christmas tricks us, and Hanukkah tricks us. But the fact remains that the next three months suck! We get uh, a little distracted with the Hanukkah. Uh, Although, you Hanukkah people, I don't know what you're thinking. Hanukkah right after Thanksgiving? That's just crazy, man. And then Hanukkah will be done. And then finally all the kids have their uh, Christmas break. And then what do you do with yourselves? Do you just go to movies every night while the rest of us celebrate Christmas? And I celebrate Christmas not as a religious holiday. I just celebrate uh, Christmas as, uh, I don't know, a festive thing to do. Oh, I might go to Mass. Of course I might. Go to a church for an hour. Put in the time. And then I go back to celebrating Christmas as just a holiday. You say Merry Christmas? You don't care, Andy Vaughn? Are you crazy? I just go, whatever. Know what sucks about saying whatever? Now I can't now I can't talk about the abortion issue, the gun issue in America, and the uh, Omicron variant because I just already said whatever. So I can't even give my two cents on any of that stuff. So what else is going on in the world? Now that I can't talk about uh, talk about the abortion issue because um, what I think don't matter. What I think don't matter to you. When these stupid talking heads get on TV and they give their opinion, it don't matter. It doesn't matter to anyone. Because we definitely live in a country where uh, no one really wants to debate the issues anymore. People just want to blah, 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 blah. And the other person doesn't even hear that. They're just waiting for the stop of the blah, 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 blah. And then they go, oh, it's my turn. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but no, there's no yeah buts. There's no, there's none of that. You might as well just uh, debate a wall. You might as well debate a wall uh, in this day and age in America. Outside, it's America. America. Uh, Tommy, Opie, anyone ever tell you that you resemble Charlton Heston in Planet of the Apes? Who do, who do I get? I get um, Brett Favre. Uh, Daniel Gen- Genrich, your current look is a blend of homeless Brett Favre <laughs> and, and, uh, Catholic converter thief looking Aaron Rodgers. I like that. All right. I think, I think Aaron Rodgers is a dick. And if you don't think he's a dick, whatever. This whatever thing can't catch on because then I have literally nothing to talk about on my podcast or the live streams. I mean, I'll go with it today, but after today, I got to go back to giving my opinions because, uh, you know, or I have nothing. Aaron Rodgers uh, probably is the uh, is your MVP in the NFL this year, but he's a terrible person for not uh, letting everyone know what was going on with him. He led a lot of people on, on his own team and in the rest of the league. So that makes him a terrible person. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he's probably your uh, your MVP this year in the NFL. What about the Patriots? Oh, my God. How about this scenario? 
You got Tom Brady. He leaves the Patriots, right? He goes to Tampa Bay. The rest is history. We know he wins the Super Bowl. So it makes it look like the Patriots are nothing without Tom Brady. And then you fast forward only a year, and uh, the Patriots are pretty much uh, right up there as the best team in the AFC East. Could you imagine if the Patriots go all the way to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl without Tom Brady a mere year after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl without the Patriots? How would that be? That would be a great story right there. Uh, We need to talk about girlier things. All right. um, What do I know about girlier things? Uh, I know Ellen DeGeneres was uh, sexually abused when she was a teenager. Does that count? I learned that on the David Letterman show. On Netflix, I've been binge uh, watching David Letterman's interview show. He had Ellen Ellen DeGeneres on, and it was a very, very good interview. And she really opened up, and she really wasn't trying to be funny. So it was really, really strange because most comedians, they get really scared when it comes to talking about real stuff, and they want to go right back to the jokes. So I was expecting Ellen DeGeneres to do that, but she did not. She hung in there and she told a story supposedly she's never told publicly. I guess her uh, parents got divorced when she was a teenager. Her mom uh, remarried a terrible, terrible man. Her mom had breast cancer. Her mom was out of town. This new guy was like, I'm really worried about your mom and her uh, breast cancer. I thought I felt a lump, so I need to uh, feel you. What the F? So the guy felt up Ellen DeGeneres and then was trying to do some more stuff to poor Ellen. And uh, next thing you know, she goes and tells mommy and uh, mommy denies all of it. She didn't want to deal with it. She didn't believe her own daughter. She wanted to believe the, the terrible man. Boy, if this scenario doesn't play out every single day in America. Outside, it's America. America. And I think that's why she uh, takes pleasure in scaring the shit out of people. I, th- I honestly think those two things are connected. Remind me, I got to clean Doggy's ass. I mean, you know, we wipe up good after we take him for a walk every day, but uh, I just uh, just got a whiff of a little something-something there. Mark Vicetti, what's up, brother? I know damn well that we, uh, we disagree on a, a bunch of stuff, but we're still fucking friends. We still like each other. That's what I like about this crew. We got people all over the place, but we, uh, we come together. We find common ground. And I like that. You're more free-flowing than Ant. I don't compete with Ant. I don't care about any of those fucking guys. There was a time we got together, and the chemistry was right, and we had uh, radio magic for many, many years. I don't compete with nobody. Although uh, Tim Dillon made me fucking almost puke today. Because someone had a screenshot. I don't know where I saw it. And it was his Patreon. Do you know that Tim Dillon, he makes $189,000 a month on Patreon? I might make $100 today. Maybe. $189,000 a month. Tim Dillon is good, but he's not that good. Oh, the amount of money I think about that we left on the stupid table because we did not like each other. Oh, my. It's in the millions. It's literally in the millions.
Oh, so the eyes. Yeah, I look a little tired, and I'll tell you why. So the uh, Thanksgiving uh, thing was a nightmare because I ate, uh, I probably ate at least two to two and a half pies myself uh, between Thanksgiving and uh, I finally stopped like two days ago. And I feel fucking bloated. And I lost a good solid 10 pounds right before Thanksgiving because, you know, I decided not to be a recluse anymore. And I'm getting my shit back together. And I might make another run at things. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Although uh, being a recluse uh, agreed with me and I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed uh, my time with everybody on the private Facebook group. I enjoyed doing the podcast all by my lonesome because it's something I haven't done in many, many years. Because over the years, I was always with a partner. So I, uh, I uh, stepped out into the unknown. I stepped out into the scary place. Because I can find someone to do this with easily. And that's very familiar. But I didn't want familiarity and familiarity, familiarity anymore. Uh, so I decided to do something very uncomfortable. And that was doing the podcast by myself. And I'm proud I did it that way. But anyway, so I'm back working out to try to lose the pie weight and everything else. And this DDP yoga, I know I talk about it. I don't make any money by uh, promoting uh, Diamond Dallas Page, but uh, it's my go-to workout. It's on my phone. What was it? Was it yesterday or the day before I was doing 10-second push-ups? I'm here to say I am completely exhausted. I'm too old to be doing 10-second push-ups. I used to be able to do close to 100 push-ups in one, uh, in one set. Yes, I'm bragging, but I'm far from that now. But, uh, yeah, yoga's legit. Of course it is. But uh, the workout I did yesterday, it was 10-second push-ups. You want to see if you're in shape? Try this. So you, uh, you're on your hands and your feet. So you're in a plank position, right? Then you lower your whole body down to the floor for 10 seconds. As soon as the 10 seconds is up, you take a breath. And then you count for 10 seconds holding that position. You're only a mere two inches off the ground. So you're still using all your muscles. So then when you hold it at that position for 10 seconds, then you go back up for another 10 seconds into the plank position. When that 10 seconds is up, you take a quick breath and then you go back down for 10 seconds all the way to about two to three inches off the floor. You hold that position for the final 10 seconds and then you can drop to the ground and uh, completely, um, I don't know, fall apart basically. Try that. And the workout I did uh, yesterday, we had to do two of those. And by the end of it, you're like, F this trying to get back in shape. It's stupid. Sounds like never-ending pain. It's not fun, John Doe. It's not fun. So I think I'm, uh, I, I think I'm uh, physically and mentally exhausted from doing all that. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. That's at the ocean. And uh, my brother's living at my, uh, my ocean house. So I'm hoping that he dips into the, uh, the key lime pie. Because that's the only reason I haven't dipped into it. We did not bring it back to the city with us. So uh, the key lime pie is still at the ocean. And I'm going to ask my brother to just devour that. Get it out of the house. Uh, oh, you forgot about you and Norton's uh, great show. We had we had potential. We uh, we actually did a pretty good job. But uh, Norton really didn't want to believe in, uh, you know, in uh, an Opie and Jim Norton show, unfortunately. 
I thought it had a lot of potential, but it was uh, it was like pulling teeth. It was pretty obvious very early on that he um, he just stayed for the exposure and the money, and didn't really give a crap about actually wanting to build a, a, a show. So, but even with that said, I thought we got some things done that was uh, that were pretty good. Oh, I almost forgot. I got to talk about Skylight Frame. Get ten dollars off your purchase of a Skylight Frame right now. Go to skylightframe.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. Are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved ones? Of course you are. I got a great idea for you right now. I got a couple of these Skylight Frames. I love them. Skylight Frame is a photo frame you could update instantly by email from anywhere. It's a great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. Sets up effortlessly. Looks really, really nice. Sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in the family could just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they'll pop up in seconds on your frame. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift, import pictures of you and your significant others, spouse, grandparents. It really is a nice gift. Let's say you send one to your mother. And she comes down in the morning and she's making her coffee or a cup of tea. And next thing you know, there's a whole bunch of brand new pictures on her skylight frame. That would make her very, very happy. All right. At the very least, you got to check it out for yourself. Special offer. Get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com, enter the code O-P-O-P-I-E. Let me spell that out for you. S-K-Y. L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com. Skylightframe.com. Promo code O-P-O-P-I-E. You know, CD Universe, it's a small business out of Connecticut. They have like a dozen employees. They began selling music and movies on the internet in 1996, over 20 years ago. So obviously they got a lot of experience. Selling adult products wasn't planned. A vendor accidentally shipped a box of porn and they said, why not? And the rest is history. You want to know what they got? Of course you do. Bullets, vibrators, including the rabbits, strokers. What the hell is a stroker? Lubricants, bondage gear, dildos, cock rings, anal toys for grandma, and everything else. They have a huge selection of products from all the major adult toy brands, including Cal Exotics, really? Doc Johnson, Evolved, and Pipe Dream? They got the condoms and the lingerie. Shipping and billing are completely discreet, of course. Boo! (laughs) Why make it discreet? Let the nosy neighbors know, that's right, I got a box of sex toys. Go away, Karen. And yes, CD Universe's website is safe and secure. All right, you're going to get 20% off your first order by visiting cduniverse.com slash opie. That's cduniverse.com slash opie for 20% off your first order. Oh, this is a great question. Hey, Radio Gunk. I uh, would love to know what the fullest extent of the law was when that creepy con man carcass, high-pitched Eric, made a bomb threat to your show. And was Howard 
implicated. Very, very nice. Now, I, I think uh, High Pitch Eric did that on his own to, to, to get in good with Howard. Yeah, uh, it was a real thing that happened, but it just shows you how much power Howard had. Nothing happened to High, high, uh, high Pitch, uh, high pitch Eric, and nothing happened to Howard. Me and, me and Anthony had to just eat that. We had to absolutely eat a death threat that was coming from Howard's camp. That's how powerful Howard is. And, oh, we raised a stink, and they did nothing about it. I don't even think they gave the kid a slap on the wrist, because even if they gave him a slap on the, on, on the wrist, Howard would have lost his shit over that. Howard was, and I'm, I'm telling you, you can love him all you want, but he is the biggest fucking baby that, that does radio. He is a big baby. Oh, and he'll talk really tough on the air. Lately, he goes, he's going after Aaron Rodgers, and he's getting all sorts of headlines and all that. But he fights most of his battles when the mics are off behind the scenes. He's a big, and I mean a big baby. And he uses all resources behind the scenes. All of them. So then something real happened to us, and the company basically was like, we ain't going to do nothing. I'm like, it was a death threat. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you is the answer. But then if we did some little dumb thing to Howard, all hell would break loose. We weren't doing stuff on that level, that's for sure. You know, we would do just dumb stuff like uh, show up at his press conference for his new TV show. And he refused. This is what kind of a baby he is. He was. He refused to show up. And, and the media is like, why... Why is Howard late? And the reason he was late was because me and Anthony were in the back row eating dumb sandwiches. And they didn't know what to do with us. And then they escort us out right past his dumb limo. And that was after our program director, who now works for Howard, uh, came running to uh, the plaza in New York City. Running and said to us, what the hell are you guys doing here? Howard called up uh, Ken Stevens and he's yelling and screaming and ripping him a new one. And we're like, Jeremy, we're just here to check out the press conference. We work for the same company. Oh, Howard is so mad. Howard never talked about that on the air. Never talked about it on the air. Oh, but he talked about it on the phone with everyone that uh, he could get a hold of. Every single one of them. Ripping Ken Stevens a new one. Yelling and screaming at Jeremy. Pouting in his limo outside the uh, Plaza Hotel in New York City. And then we had to walk by the limo, and guess what? I slowed down enough so I could look over my shoulder, and sure enough, we were about, I don't know, it's been many years now, but we were a good 50, 60 yards away from the limo, and that freak of nature popped out of the limo and walked into the, into the, uh, the Plaza Hotel to do his dumb press conference. That's your hero. Never mentioned it on the air. Which would have been a great story. Oh, certainly we mentioned it on the air. And we got in trouble for that too. Because they told us not to mention it on the air. I'm like, why? This is completely ridiculous. We literally went to his press conference going, you know what? We both work for the same company. You got a press conference for a TV show. We weren't even going to do anything. We literally, out of curiosity, went down there around, uh, I think it was around lunchtime. Before our show started at 3. Literally weren't going to do anything. And everyone started turning around because uh, that was the days when we were really famous. Not anymore. I understand. It's okay. Um, where we literally couldn't walk the streets without getting recognized uh, all over the place. And people in there like, How? oh, my God, you guys are here. You're not going to do anything. 
And I'm like, I'm looking at Anthony like, this is like the perfect scenario because we literally were not going to do anything. But then, uh, but then, you know, in retrospect, everyone's like, wow, the balls on Opie and Anthony. They show up at Howard's press conference. I wonder what they would have done if they weren't uh, dragged out of the place. But sadly, I'm here to tell you all these years later, we weren't going to do anything. We were just going to sit and check out the press conference and maybe show a little support for a guy we were at odds with. And, you know, that didn't help our relationship over the years, obviously. Jerry Wilson, hey, Ope, did Sam hate when you had Kevin Pollock on? I don't know. I have no idea. But, I mean, Kevin Pollock was right about Sam the whole time. And um, I said it to him um, on my podcast. And I also said it to him, uh, you know, off my podcast because we are friends. And I said, man, Kevin, I wish I had listened to you all those years ago. You knew what the F was going on with that whole thing. Radio Gunk, how did Jeremy Coleman become uh, the male Marcy Turk now? Howard never mentions him. Is he your mole? No, I don't have any moles. Jeremy, as soon as Jeremy started uh, working for Howard Stern, he uh, turned his back on me. And the only reason Jeremy got any name for himself in New York uh, radio was because of me and Anthony. He came from Washington. No one knew him. He was a low-level program director that was, you know, up and coming, certainly. And then he latched on to the Opie and Anthony show when we had our biggest success. And that led to bigger and better jobs. And uh, we were still cordial and friendly. And then he started working for Howard. And, uh, and then he completely, I mean completely, blew me off. The business is filled with a whole bunch of phonies. I don't have any moles in the Howard camp anymore. I had disgruntled employees that uh, would always tell me in the hallway how much they loved our show. And then, uh, you know, over the years, uh, more than one, one or t- I'm not naming names on this one, but more than one staff member. I'll, I'll name names eventually. I usually do. I usually do. I usually answer all these questions, sometimes not on the spot. It might take, you know, another week or two. But they admitted to us that uh, Howard was jealous of the guests. And basically, he definitely told his guests, if you do Opie and Anthony, you can't do our show anymore. That's a fact. Can you imagine? We didn't care because we knew, especially in our heyday, look, uh, let's say Jay Moore or uh, Jim Brewer or uh, Bill Burr, whatever. You, just, you know the list. Patrice O'Neill. We never cared if those guys did any other radio shows because we knew we were going to get the best version of them on ours. That's how much confidence we had in what we were doing. But that pouty little bitch. Another thing, behind the scenes, he made it clear. You do Opie and Anthony, you're not welcome on my show anymore. How about last uh, podcast on the left? Henry Z loves you. Henry Z fucking rules. And thank you for for saying Henry Z so I don't have to try to pronounce his last name. I I used to be able to pronounce his last name. The guy is incredibly talented. And uh, I heard uh, a rumor... Um, that he is uh, going to be on SiriusXM. They're bringing the la- last podcast on the left to SiriusXM. Oh, I know who the rumor came from, Pat Duffy. So maybe it's not a rumor because I uh, I was a, I listened to them religiously, and then I kind of tapped out uh, as far as podcasts in general go. But last podcast on the left is absolutely a great listen. And Henry Z is so damn talented. And he says things about me. I hope he does, because that's nice to hear today. 
Uh, did Tim Sabian tell you Howard fired him when he said he had to take his dad uh, into a hospice? Yeah, that's pretty much uh, how I heard it from Tim. God, this radio gunk is getting me to open up. What the hell? 54 listeners. I guess that's 54 on the YouTube, brother. You watch the 54 is going to turn into 64, and then it's going to turn into 68, and then it's going to go back to 65. (laughs) I made it to the top of the mountain. This is all gravy to me. I don't know what to tell you, and that's the truth. Like I said, I try to be honest with people. Would I like a few more people checking these out? Yes, of course. Do I need a massively huge audience? No, because a lot of garbage comes with that. Just doing what fulfills you is the essence. Yeah. Um, do I want a little more? Absolutely. But I don't need to be. Uh, I don't need to be the biggest or the baddest anymore. I don't need. Uh, I just don't need that. If it happens, fuck. I'll embrace it. I guess. I'll make the best of it and do it maybe differently, so I could actually enjoy it. But if it never happens, man, I'm good. Fred Eric Norris was a jerk. No, he wasn't. Not to me. I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, when Howard's not uh, hiding in his basement, uh, when he lives in New York City, he lives very close to me. Uh, Robin lives very, very close to me. Uh, Fred Norris lives really close to me. And so I've run into um, Robin over the years. I've run into Fred over the years, and they couldn't be nicer to me. And we always have a little small talk, a little uh, a little chat. Although I haven't seen Robin in the last couple of years, but uh, and honestly, I haven't seen Fred in a well. But then again, everyone's got that same story. All of a sudden, you're like, "Where did the time go? Where did that year go?" Have them on the show. I mean, they're never going to do my show because that was always what was so funny. Like, uh, I walked, I walked with Robin a few times because you know, there's a lot of things you do like up there. And then you come back down to where you live. And from time to time, I would run into her. And we'd walk uh, together and have some small talk. And she would be very, very nice. And then, then these idiots, they're just... Then she'd be on the radio with Howard just rah-rahing. And, uh, you know, when the opportunity came up, she would trash us. And I'm like, I just had a lovely conversation with this lady. I think that was always my problem. I, I couldn't play the game. I always had to be stupidly honest, and it pissed off a lot of people. I should have probably shut my mouth a little more. Nah. Nah, I'm good. Uh, Opie, serious question. This is Tommy. Some people shouldn't be parents. Howard, I think, is only a good provider and a shitty parent. I'm not going to go down that road. I have no idea. That road I won't go down. I could only talk about the things that he did uh, to Brother Weeze, the things he did to me, the things he did to Anthony, the things he did to the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, That's all real stuff that I have an opinion about. Opie, Reddit is here and want comment. They trash you. Well, I I figure they... Reddit's just a terrible place. I mean, there's no surprise there. What are you going to do? I haven't... I haven't gone to Reddit in years. I just stopped reading all the negative crap. Nothing good comes of it. I just, I, I literally, av- I avoid it 
as much as I can, all of it. There was a time, man, when you're in the public eye, you're on message boards, and the feeling you would get because some hater saying something incredibly shitty that you know is not true, it would drive you nuts. And then you realize you're kind of helpless. So the best thing you could do is just kind of avoid and ignore all of it. And that's what I pretty much do. Every once in a while, I'll take a shot. Yes. Because I'm not perfect. But uh, that's how I live my life. If, you, if you've noticed, I'm not even on Twitter as much. I'm on there to pretty much just promote. Been hanging out on my Instagram a lot more and, uh, and doing the live streams and, you know, popping into the uh, private Facebook group when I can. Because Twitter is just, it's just literal, literal, literal garbage. I'm glad that Jack guy's stepping down because maybe now the company will get its crap together because I really still believe Twitter has uh, incredible potential, but I think it was a terrible business move allowing all those uh, troll accounts to pop up because I think they wanted their numbers to be a lot higher than they really are for advertising dollars. I think this is all me just guessing. Um, But when you make it so easy to just uh, make troll account after troll account so the, so these people that are obsessed with hating on um on public figures especially no uh, hating on anything not you don't even have to be a public figure it just it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth it, it makes you feel like you need a shower so i'm hoping with jack stepping down from twitter that they get their crap together <laughs> radio gunk this is funny Howard won't even mention he's a grandfather now. I didn't even know that. The world's oldest anorexic teenage girl won't admit he's a grandpa. And Beth is a step-grandma. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. I got to go, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, what do I... Yeah, I guess just... Uh, well, we got new merch at opiradio.com. Buy a shirt. I'd appreciate it. Helps keep everything free so I don't have to do the Tim Dillon thing and go on Patreon. $189,000 a month that guy makes. He's good, but he's not that good. No offense, Tim. He just got in with the right fucking people at the right time, I guess. So, you know, I'm trying to keep all my stuff free. So the least you could do is, you know, buy a fucking shirt for the holidays. All right. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever!